Hello. 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 Hello, hello, hello. How are we? I'm all good. How are you? I am good. As always, fantastic. So welcome to Legal Leverage Podcast, guys. This is episode two of season two. Um, And I'm going to be quizzing Babs today all about trademarks. We're not going to dive deep into trademarks today because we already have that on a previous episode, but we're going to go down a different kind of route today. So we actually have a lot of trademark queries this weather, haven't we, Babs? Um, Yeah. Do you know what? It happened this time last year as well. I wonder if everybody comes back in the new year and they're like, oh, branding. (laughs) That's what I was thinking, like new year, new me, new trademark, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) God, it's normally a new me, new year, new me diet, isn't it? But it's like, no, new year, new me. Let's get my business in order. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the inbox has been blown up recently with trademark queries. So I thought it would be quite on trend maybe to cover some basic trademark questions. And then we're going to dive deep into some trademark myths for you. And then at the end, I'm going to give Babs a little trademark quiz to see if she knows her trademark names. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, I am definitely going to fail that one. (laughs) Trademark law, yes. Anything, current events, no. (laughs) So do you want to just dive straight into it and I'll ask, so what is a trademark? For people out there that might not know what a trademark is... Yep, absolutely. So a trademark is protection of your branding. So essentially the words associated with your branding or in some cases the images. So what do I mean by that? Well, that would be like your business name or a product name or what you're trading under. Basically words that are synonymous with your brand. So what would you be pissed off about if someone went off and traded with and attracted a similar market to you? That is what your trademark is you might also as I mentioned want to trademark images so that would be like your logo um, or like an image that's associated with your business so maybe there's like a little cartoon or something that you associate with your branding that's the kind of thing you can trademark so you're looking to trademark words or images yeah and that's something that we did whenever before we launched our podcast as well it was one of the first things we did we trademarked the name absolutely Mm-hmm. absolutely yep. yeah it has to be done has to be done I definitely would not be running a business for far too long without trademarking something in order to get that protection because all you're doing is kind of throwing money and time and energy and resource into a business and someone could just come and pinch that name and that's a there's so many problems with that yeah so just on that point how big or how small do you have to be to trademark your business Everyone needs to trademark their business. Um, That doesn't mean that you should bankrupt your business to do it. It doesn't mean like if you just had a business idea yesterday that you should go out and trademark it, although you might want to. Um, But I mean, it should be on everybody's to-do list. Um, If you're just starting out, you might do it in like two, three, four months time. Um, But I really wouldn't be waiting any longer than that. And actually, if you've been running for a couple of years now and it's not something you've considered get it on the the quite urgent to-do list. Mm -hmm. We had an email this week from a girl called Sarah and she says, I don't necessarily have the funds to trademark my business at the minute, but what else can I do to protect myself? So what can she do there? So in terms of funds, it's often, first of all, not as expensive as people think it is. Um, If you go to other law firms, they might have told you it's like two or three grand. Um, That is not what it costs to trademark your business. If you're trademarking 
say a word mark in the UK and, and you have to register it in the classes of goods and services you're active in. So say you're registering it in two classes, that's £250. Now, for some business owners, that will still be too much and that's absolutely fine. But please don't think that it costs thousands and thousands. Um, even if you used us as solicitors, it doesn't cost thousands and thousands, but you can also do it yourself. Um, so that's the first thing I would mention. The second thing I would mention is, as I said a minute ago, you don't need to bankrupt the business in order to trademark it. You know that little TM sign with the circle that you see? Everybody thinks you have to trademark your business to get that. That's not true. When you trademark your business, it's the R with the circle that you that you get. The TM basically means that you've got an unregistered trademark. So essentially, let's do boring legal jargon here. Like It means at common law. So you've not registered it, but at common law, you have a right to that name. Now, that is good and that is fine. Um, the problem is that once you've registered a trademark, you have the monopoly. So you are still, if you don't register it, but someone else does, you are mm-hmm. still opening yourself up to that risk that that person can come in and force you to change your name. It also just opens up a whole load of legal headaches for you. So if you can get the kind of two to three hundred pounds together to trademark your business name, assuming Sarah's in the UK, um, I would definitely give that a go if you can. And then if you're operating worldwide, you can look to different countries at a later time. Um, it's very hard to give you a perfect answer on that because the perfect answer is trademarking, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually one of my next questions, Bob. So you read my mind. So what is the difference between the R and the TM symbol? So there you have it. Yeah, exactly. The R is the registered trademark. It's actually a criminal offence to use that um, if you don't have a registered trademark. And the TM is, it means that it's you're treating it as an unregistered trademark, but you've not actually registered it yet. Okay. So that would, would that give you any protection using the TM symbol if you haven't trademarked your, your name or logo? <laughs> It means that if you're up against a copycat who also hasn't registered the trademark and you were there first, that you would win. Um, If someone did come along and register the name and you'd been in business for 10 years and they were in business for six months, you could argue that you were there first and that their trademark should never have been granted. But that's a really difficult hill to climb. Um, What's the chances of that? Like, what is the chances of that? happening well because the argument would be if you can afford to challenge this you should have trademarked your brand yeah true enough true enough yeah so if you have the funds trademark absolutely absolutely so do you want to move on to some trademark myths do a little bit of myth busting i'd love to (laughs) let's do some myth busting so the first myth i have here is trademark applications are easy to complete no no, 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 no. If they were easy to complete, we probably wouldn't go to law school to learn this kind of stuff. <laughs> um, now, that's not to say that business owners can't do their own trademark applications. They absolutely can. It's not the actual completing of the application that is difficult, to be honest, especially the UK one. Some other countries are very difficult, but that's more my tech skills, to be honest. Um, for the for the UK one, for example, and actually the Irish one as well, they're fairly easy to navigate around. The bit that is difficult... Is, well, there's three bits that are difficult. Um, the first one is navigating the classes. Which classes should you be registered in? Which goods and services are applicable to your business? That's not as obvious as you might think. 
The second one is the descriptions. So how should you describe yourself in those classes so that you give yourself as much protection and as much coverage as possible, but so that you're not infringing on someone else's trademark. And the third reason is because you'll have... Lauren's laughing because I'm doing my one, two, three symbols. (laughs) Um, the, The third reason is because there is likely to be some sort of correspondence from the intellectual property office. So they might come back and say there's some similar trademarks do you still want to go ahead we'll notify these owners or we don't like this description or they might come back and say you're just not getting the trademark at all um and so i would really recommend if you can afford to take legal advice on it um do if you can't afford to take legal advice we actually offer a trademark product which is much cheaper than legal advice and it talks you through the process that's a good option for a lot of people if you're doing it yourself i would say take your time and fully understand what the classes are and how people tend to describe things within their classes and hopefully you're okay. So does that mean you can just say like I sell bananas and shoes? Yeah. Would they be in the same class? Would they be in different classes? They would be in different classes. So there are 45 classes and they apply all across the world. So wherever you're registering your trademark, um, but you would have a look in those classes and see what kind of things are included. So those would, those two in particular would be in different classes. Okay. Myth number two, you cannot use a logo or a business name without it being trademarked. That's a myth. That is a myth. You can use it without being trademarked. It's, it's as we discussed a minute ago, like you can use it, but you're running a risk. You're running a risk that someone comes up behind you and registers and makes you change your name or your logo. But you're also running the risk that you're infringing on someone's trademark. So if you've not done your proper due diligence, you might end up with a little cease and desist landing on your door. Mm, you don't want that. Nope. 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 You don't want nope. that. <laughs> okay, so myth number three. Commonly used words are okay to trademark. Is that true or false, Bubs? That is false. You cannot trademark a commonly used word or phrase. Um, it would be too generic, too descriptive. And if you think about it, if you did trademark that, then nobody else could use it. Um, so you would you would cause some big problems there. So no, you cannot trademark something that is too common, too descriptive, overly used, that kind of thing. What if you use that word with another word? Like a, say your business name is called, I don't know, cat um cat shop (laughs) limited like would that work no you wouldn't you're very unlikely to be able to trademark cat shop but if you trademark something like i don't know diamond cat shop then you might be able to trademark that um what you can't do interestingly is you probably wouldn't be able to trademark the best cat shop because what the intellectual property office don't like is anything that's like a claim to be the best or something like that. So they don't really allow for that. So if we if we try to trademark like best legal firm, they would definitely reject that um, yeah. because they, there, there can't be a claim within the name. OK, OK. You can't basically say I'm the best at this, so they wouldn't Absolutely. trademark it for you. Yeah, yeah. OK, myth number four. You cannot get sued if you have a registered trademark. True or false? You still can get sued if you have a registered trademark because anybody can sue anybody for anything. Um, It doesn't need to be well-founded. But if you have a registered trademark and 
somebody's going to come along and cause problems for you, it's going to go away a lot quicker um, and life is going to be a lot easier for you than if you're running around with an unregistered trademark and you're infringing on someone else's. Cool. Myth number five. Once you trademark your logo or your business name, that's it for life. You have it for life. That is not true. So when you trademark your business name, your logo, etc., that lasts for 10 years. Now, it might be different in different countries, but UK, Ireland, EU, US is all 10 years. At the end of that 10-year period, you pay a fee, file a form, and you can just renew it for another 10-year period as long as you are still using it. If you're not still using it, um, then someone, anyone, like any man on the street, can bring um, a claim saying that you're, you've got non-use of the trademark um, and that you shouldn't be allowed to keep that trademark. And we actually have some clients who do allege non-use of trademarks so that they can, they can get them for their business. Cheeky. Cheeky. <laughs> Myth number six. So you don't have to include all your products or services when registering for a trademark, but once trademarked, you can add extra classes at any time. That's not true. Um, you should cover as much um, of the goods and services that you sell as possible when you're registering your trademark. That's how you get the most protection. Now, in reality, there might be something with your trademark, like it might cause an issue, a clash with another one in, a diff- in one class, but like two classes are fine. Um, you should attempt, though, to get all the goods and services. If you don't do that, if you register in two classes and decide in a year's time, oh, you're now going to start selling something else, that comes under a different trademark application. So that you couldn't just add that on. You would need to do a full new trademark application. So it really is best to kind of forward think. As I said, non-use is a problem, but as long as you're planning on doing the thing within the next five years, then I would make sure as much as possible is included in your initial application. Cool. And the last myth, I can use the trademark symbol as soon as I have registered my trademark. That's correct. So once you've got your registered trademark, you can use the little R in the circle. Yay. Oh my God, I'm so glad those myths are over. That was really stressful. (laughs) Well, you're going to kill me now because now I have a trademark quiz. So I've pulled out some words, um, phrases, maybe some things that you think are trademarked and things you might think are not trademarked and I'm going to quiz you on them. So I'm going to be sit. so bad at this, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm just going to get my notes here. So the first word I have here um, is trampoline. So is trampoline trademarked or not trademarked? Yes. No, it's not. Is it tra- not? No, is it it's not? not trademarked. No, trampoline is free for anyone to use. Wow. Yeah. I wondered, because I don't know the history of trampoline, mm-hmm. because I'm lacking in common sense I wondered <laughs> if trampoline was like a hoover vacuum situation it could be it could be yeah 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 it actually could be you're right must but look into that more actually you must you must look into that more but oh god I got the first one wrong mm-hmm. you got the first one wrong maybe you'll get this one right <laughs> jacuzzi is it trademarked? trademarked that's oh. trademarked how do you know <laughs> because I know that it's trademarked <laughs> Yeah, so I was actually looking this up. Hot tub is, I don't think, trademarked. And anybody can use the word hot tub, but Jacuzzi is a brand name, so that is trademarked. That is your Hoover vacuum cleaner thing. Yeah, Yeah, where everyone calls it a Hoover. 
but that's actually a brand. Yeah, who wears yeah. the brand name? Yeah, which yeah. I only found out that recently, actually. I know. Yeah, I know it's cool. Um, so next one up, Thermos trademarked or not trademarked? I'd say trademarked. Trick question. It's not trademarked, but in some countries they would contest that it is trademarked. So it just depends on the country. So I really couldn't get that one right if I tried. No, no. That's a trick <laughs> one for me. <laughs> Escalator. No. You're right. It's not trademarked. Yay! So a guy called Charles Seaburger invented it and tried mm-hmm. to trademark it, but he couldn't control the trademark, so it wasn't upheld. Wow. Yeah. I guess, yeah, because... It would be quite difficult to like control usage of the word escalator. Yeah, yeah. because it's so commonly used, it's I suppose. so commonly used, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. The next one, let me see. You might like this one. Scotch tape. Trademarked or not trademarked? Trademarked. You're right. You're yes. right. And I'll actually tell you a little story about Scotch tape. So, according to legend... <laughs> A frustrated customer complained to a scientist who made the scotch tape, I suppose, or who was involved in it, and said, take it back to your bosses and tell them to put more adhesive on it. It wasn't strong enough, so. Oh, wow. Hence the name scotch tape. Do you know something? The Scots are just (laughs) too strong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next one up, yo-yo. Trademarked. It was trademarked, but it was lost in 1965 and it hasn't been trademarked since. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's an interesting one. Yeah, I would have thought that was trademarked because... Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it would be. Um, Jet ski. Trademarked. You're right, it's trademarked. Yes. Yes. You're getting a few right now. (laughs) It's about time. (laughs) Um, Band-Aid, is that trademarked or not trademarked? Not trademarked. It is trademarked. Is it? Yep, it is trademarked. And it was actually invented by a guy called Earl Dickinson, who came up with the idea because his wife was very accident prone. So he, (laughs) I think he got like a little bit of tape or something, not like really sticky, and then put glue on it. And then the Band-Aid was made. I wonder... They're in different classes, but I wonder if that caused an issue when Band-Aid did Band-Aid. Maybe, actually. Do you remember? Mm. I wonder that would be a because, good thing to look into, actually. Yeah, because normally there's not an issue if they're in different classes. You could register, like, Jameson Law and Selling Bananas, and it wouldn't matter. But if a, if a name is so famous, mm-hmm. then sometimes the original trademark owner would say, oh, you're trying to trade off our success, which they obviously weren't trying to do there. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if that was a consideration. Yeah, actually, I'm going to note that down to look that up after. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, We have a few more. So bubble wrap, trademarked or not trademarked? I'm finding this so stressful. (laughs) Um, Bubble wrap, no. It is trademarked. Oh, God, I'm so bad at this. Yeah, it's trademarked. (laughs) Um, App Store. Definitely trademarked. Yeah. Yeah. It's trademarked. Yeah. So it was actually, I think, trademarked by Apple. And Apple then fought Amazon over it. Oh, wow. So they had a fight over the 
the trademark app store and I think Amazon own it now I think oh wow yep quite interesting um, and one more I'll be easy on you now so <laughs> chapstick that's trademarked yep yeah. oh thank god Yay. I had to get that one right after <laughs> you said it was easy <laughs> do you know who it's trademarked by or who owns it no no idea Pfizer of course of course <laughs> who else would it be <laughs> Jesus Pfizer owns the world now don't get me started <laughs> <laughs> well that's all the trademark quiz over Babs I'm going to give you a 10 out of 10 for trying Th- thanks I was going to say I'm glad you added in the four trying because I definitely definitely do not deserve a 10 out of 10 <laughs> oh well I'm so glad that's over that was the most stressful podcast that we've done <laughs> I'm never coming back She's not allowed back. People, it's the last time you'll hear from Lauren. <laughs> no more quizzes for Babs. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, guys, we'll be back next week. Um, so keep your eyes peeled. If you have any questions or if you would like to be a guest, just email us at legalleveragelaw at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Lauren. As much as that made me die inside at every moment, that was actually really entertaining. So thank you. <laughs> no problem. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Bye. If you'd like to hear more about the Legal Leverage Framework and access some free resources, including free guides and trainings, pop over to our website, which is jamesonlaw.legal, and click on free resources. We hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Tune in to our next episode to learn more about how to grow and scale your business the right way. 